0: Locked on Longhorns the show, Jonathan Davis, your host. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. If you want to bet on Texas or on Kansas State in this matchup on Saturday, make sure you go to Bet Online to do that. I brought Josh Neighbors, our locked on Big 12 host on the show to talk Kansas State and how Texas can get back in the win column. But first, Josh, I gotta ask you. So this Saturday, this past Saturday, uh it was Texas Southern University's homecoming, my alma mater. You know, shout out to HBCU. So I was having a, a grand time, not worried about college football. Texas was on a bye. Check my phone in the morning, and Kansas State has beat Oklahoma State 48-0. to zero. What the hell happened?
1: Well, uh, Kansas State was well-prepared and played their best game they could possibly play, and Oklahoma State uh, was not. And, um, you know, it was – it looked like Oklahoma State was prepared for Adrian Martinez to play a quarterback, and they got Will Howard. Who threw the ball all over them? It's a bad pass defense too. I know Texas fans; they, they didn't get to fully see you know the advantage taken of the bad Oklahoma State pass defense. Um, but trust me, it is bad. It's one of the worst in the league. And um, Will Howard was excellent. He was it was it's his best game that he has played as a as a college player by far. And um, they were able to spread the ball all over the place. They were strong on defense. I mean, I, I don't think maybe once it happened that Oklahoma State got inside the thirty. Um and I think it's pretty I think it might be pretty clear and we'll see what happens with Spencer Sanders health but I and I don't mean this just says to make fans feel better I think Oklahoma State really kind of emptied empty the clip against Texas I mean they were really injured and back into that game it's clear Sanders has not been right and um it took everything they had to win that football game they came back next week they were not prepared they still look injured and I'm not sure they get the quarterback you know back so they kind of got what maybe what's left of Mike Gundy's group this year, especially if there's no Spencer Sanders playing. It could go south in a hurry for the Pokes. So, um, But that's not to take credit away from Kansas State, who basically played a perfect game. I don't really, I'm not really sure it would have mattered how good Oklahoma State was
0: on that day. Kansas State was going to win that game. So who do you expect to start at quarterback for the Wildcats on Saturday against Texas?
1: It's a great question. Um, heard from Chris Kleiman yesterday who said that um, we'll see on Saturday were his words. It sounded like their idea last week was to see how Martinez felt on Thursday and then make the call. But they asked Martinez then on Saturday, hey, can you play? And he said, you know, are you 100%? He said, no. I, I think there's a certain amount of like, if you give Will Howard reps the ones all week long, is it? and he's the one game planning, is it really smart? to give Martinez the ball on Saturday. You know what I mean? Is that really the, the right thing to do? Especially because their offense, it's still the same offense, right? But what they do changes. Um, Adrian Martinez is a functional passer when they're at their best. He's really a great runner, though, for a quarterback. I mean, he is a he's an explosive runner. He's really good in the open field. He's a really difficult short yardage runner to bring down because of how big he is. Um, you know, before, I mean, it's Deuce Vaughn kind of all four downs, if it's four down territory for them. But if you need a few yards, you're probably going to give the ball to Martinez because of how big he is. And he's really good at getting forward and getting short yardage. I mean, Deuce Vaughn would have a ton more touchdowns this year if it weren't for the fact that he's the handcuffed running back, who's the quarterback next to him to use kind of a fantasy football term. So their offense changes a bit. Um. My, I suspect that Will Howard played so well last week and he's going to get in the majority of the reps, the ones this week, that that is the way that they're going to go on Saturday. That's my hunch. I've got no inside information, but you'd think if you have a guy play his best game and he was that good, um, and Martinez still isn't hundred percent, you might want to roll with that until, until he's good to go. And I think the thing is Jonathan, I'm out. I'm also not sure Kansas state's offense is at their best with Howard. They can stretch the field more, but I don't know what happens when they go up against a good defense. Things kind of got sideways for them with the TCU game, although there's some injuries involved with that. But they they rocked Oklahoma State last week. I just don't know what things look like if the going gets tough for Will Howard and against a better defense. And I think I know what happens with Martinez. Their running game is still as dynamic as it gets because of both those guys in the backfield.
0: Yeah, a reminder that this is being recorded on Wednesday morning at 8.50 a.m., so by the time you hear it, something may have came out about who's starting on Saturday. But like Josh Neighbor said, we most likely will find out on Saturday, so I doubt that'll happen. Uh, what do you think this Texas defense needs to do to stop uh, this Kansas State offense, really regardless of who's that quarterback? I know you said things are going to look a little bit differently, but what do you think this Texas defense needs to do to, to stop this offense that just put up uh, almost 50 points against Oklahoma State?
1: They need to make Will Howard uncomfortable. That is the one thing that it felt like Oklahoma state was not able to do. And you want to see what a guy, look and he's, he's actually played a decent amount. So I, I, I hesitate to call him a young quarterback, but we have to remember this, that he's played in relief at points for Skylar Thompson. He was kind of sort of supposed to be the one coming to this year. And it's pretty clear. Kansas state wasn't comfortable with that. So they brought it Adrian Martinez. Um, and he now will howard is is always kind of getting his shot and to use kind of a a different example like max duggan played he played more than will howard did but you know he got relegated and then came back in and did really well so it's not out of the realm possibility for for quarterbacks to do that but i would say i would want to make this kid uncomfortable and and do as much as you can um now, if you're going to do that, you got to make sure you're really responsible with Deuce Vaughn, right? I think uh, the one thing that he is like, he's the ultimate safety valve, right? So if you're going to get pressure, bring pressure, you know, you, you're going to want to see if you can bring pressure to the side where Deuce Vaughn's lined up. If you bring pressure, that's, you know, get hands up in the passing lanes, right? Make sure it's really difficult to get those dump offs and also swarm to the football if they are able to do it. That's kind of the key. Don't let, you know, the the safety valve offense be the thing that kind of beats you um, in this game, if possible, he, he threw some real missiles over the top. So I'll give him credit on that. I'm wondering if he can do it two weeks in a row. I'm wondering if he can do it with pressure in his face and also made some mistakes last week too. You expect some of that, but he's playing with a lot of confidence and things are slowing down for him. I think the key in this game is they have to speed things back up for him. They have to make things fast again. And I will say the one advantage Texas does have in this, on this regard is their defense is a lot faster than Oklahoma State's, I would say. Their defense is a bit more athletic. It's a bit more aggressive. It can be a bit more aggressive, I should say. Um, And I think because of that, they do they will have the opportunity to try and cause some problems for Howard.
0: Yeah, the defenses look completely different in true road games. So uh, hopefully that trend doesn't continue. Deuce Vaughn, one of right. the most electric playmakers in the country. Does Texas have a chance to shut him down on Saturday, or are you just hoping that – he doesn't go crazy to the point that he beats you single-handedly.
1: Yeah, I mean, y- you can slow him down. It is very difficult to do. Um, Tulane was pretty successful this. Now, granted, Tulane did that with um, Tul- Tulane did that, you know, when Martinez was in. So it's a little bit different of attack. They kind of stacked the box, and you know, you know, with whatever happened on the outside, and Martinez wasn't able to make it happen. Will Howard's more willing to take those risks on the outside and push the ball down the field. Um, so I, I think, you know, obviously that is that's something that you have to consider is h- how do you balance this, or do you let Bijan, you know, or Bijan, do you let Deuce Vaughn get his? Um, but the problem is that normally opens things up of everywhere else for them, right? It, and they've got good skill players. Like, don't get me wrong, Phil Brooks, Malik Knowles are actually two very good wide receivers. Uh, Cade Warner's a really good, capable tight end. They just haven't been getting the ball to those guys and they actually started doing a lot more of it last week. So, uh, that to me is is kind of, Uh, you know, that's kind of the interesting part of this is how do you handle this, but stacking the box against them is not always the worst idea and making whoever the quarterback is beat you by throwing the football. He did it last week. Sure. But playing Texas is a bit different, uh, a bit different deal
0: yeah we're going to talk about this texas offense and how they can attack kansas state's defense next but first a quick word from sweat block if you stink or think you stink or if you sweat too much or think you sweat too much make sure you go grab sweat block it was created by a doctor to help with his own excessive sweating so if he had the self-awareness to use sweat Block, you might need to as well it is doctor created and doctor recommended if you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor try sweat block save 20 percent with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com also available on Amazon. Josh, what do you think Steve Sarkeesian needs to come out and do to attack this Kansas State defense and get a win on the road, which has been uh, one of Steve Sarkeesian's Achilles heels thus far in his first 20 games as the head coach at the University of Texas?
1: Yeah, it's been a huge problem. Um, the one thing I will say about Steve Sarkeesian, I think it's, it's evident with coaches like him and coaches like Josh Heupel, is that they're really good on the script? And I know Texas fans know this. They're really good with those first. Now execution could be an issue. Like the Quinn Ewers pick was—I mean, that was that was not a, that was that was a Quinn Ewers problem, uh, and he threw many of those in that game. The ones at the end that were like those interceptions at the end. I mean, he had to be chucking the ball deep, so it was it was kind of a function of that. But he didn't play very well in that like Oklahoma State game. They're so good on the script, and the question for me, Jonathan, is: Can they keep that going? I will say this, this, this Kansas state team um, they are, they, they have playmakers at all three levels of the defense. Uh, They've got two really good corners. They've got a linebacking core. that's played really well. Uh, Austin Moore has been a guy that, I mean, has been fantastic for them at the linebacking spot and and was, you know, a guy who was a uh, uh, somebody who's a walk on for them. Deuce Green, I'm not sure if he's playing or not. He's kind of the tremendous linebacker coming into the season, but Moore's been just as good next to him. And then, obviously, Felix Andrew D.K. Uzama is a game wrecker on the offensive line. Now, I will say uh, that Alabama game was good evidence of them doing a good job handling a guy that they knew was a really good pass rusher. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Did Tyree Wilson have a good game for Texas against them? I don't remember if if Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech did well off the edge uh, off the top of my head, but
0: they, I, I think I think he came on late, but he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't great. Like, right. like I thought he'd be. He wasn't their best defensive player. Like I thought he would be.
1: They've done a good job managing. I think some of the better defensive players. Now I thought Mason Cobb had an excellent game against against uh, Texas, but um, they they can do that with some of the edge players, and they can roll protections certain ways, and they've been very good at that. I, I do want to see, you know, I I I'm wondering if feeding Bijan Robinson, and also they got to feed Roshan Johnson the ball more too. Like, we can't just Roshan has got the full tank. I mean, it's he can hit him as hard as you want him to, you know, because he gets and look, you saw the carries. I think he got the ball once in the second half of that Oklahoma State game. I think it was one time, it was one touch that he got. They got to get him the ball more. And I, I think trying to get them in space and trying to have them operate against those linebackers, they're very good at tackling in space. But those guys, especially Bijan, is such a next level player, right? Sometimes it just doesn't matter. Sometimes it just it's too hard to tackle guys like that in space. And so I think that's the difference in this game is see if you can get these guys in space and and have them beat them because this it's the talented group. It's a really talented group from Kansas State on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they got a lot of pressure last week rushing three or four guys. I don't think that'll be the case this week. I don't think they can they can just live with that this week. And I think they're going to want to obviously pressure. Um, Get a bit more pressure for Quinn Ewers because he can be a pinpoint accurate passer at times, and I don't think you just want to let him sit back there and get com- be comfortable all day. I don't think that's the right way how you handle a, qu- a Quinn Ewers. I think just mu- much like Will Howard, you know, like if you've injured Spencer Sanders back there, it's like sure, let's see if you can pick us apart. I doubt you can, right? And he couldn't at all. Their coverage really good. This is a bit different because the guys like Worthy and Sanders and Robinson and Johnson are such good athletes. And Whittington, too. I do discount Whittington. He's such a good, really good receiver. Those guys are so, so gifted and and very good as well. You can't just let them pick you apart and find the zone like when you were spinning. You got to make him uncomfortable. You got to disrupt the timing early on. Um, and I think this passing game is what's going to have to win in the game. I don't think they can just run the football and win this football game. They gotta, I think they got to throw the rock.
0: Yeah, uh you talked about uh Kansas State not letting the playmakers eat. The problem is that Tom Sark hasn't let the playmakers eat. Yeah. And God, I wish he watched luck Which is March. weird
1: because like that's what he's best wa- that's what he's best known for, right?
0: Is letting choir, playmakers Josh. make plays.
1: But Preacher also Falcons, choir, fans would, Falcons fans would tell you, like, where the hell is Julio Jones the entire time he calling plays for us? So I guess there's that too.
0: Preachers to the choir, Josh, man. This 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 hurts. You're open up uh you're open up wounds right now. You kind of led into my next point, which I was going to ask you, which based on what you saw against Oklahoma State uh, with Quinn Ewers, that was his first true road test because he didn't play against Texas Tech. Do you think it's better for Texas to come into this game featuring Roshan Johnson and B. John Robinson and Keelan Robinson only has 19 touches on the season, which is crazy? And letting Quinn Ewers complement them? Or do you think Quinn Ewers needs to be the focal point of this game for the Texas offense and the running game complements the pass game?
1: Well, there's there's multiple ways to get this thing done. I think TCU showed that you can like if you mix the run the pass well, depending on like there are there are times where later on in the game, TCU did a very good job running the football at Kansas State and helped them sustain some drives and get the job done later on in the game. We know that's not where Texas has lived in the past, is later on later on in games, you know, uh standing up. And so that's the big question to me is like, can they get in a spot where they're up a score later on in the game because they run the football and Try to control the pace, and maybe they're the ones who are saying, "All right, let's see, let's see. You know, if we give Will Howard limited possessions at the end of the game, can we get it done?" But here's the thing: they're going to have to throw the football in some way, shape, or form to get to get this win. Like consistently do it. Um, This they can make plays against the secondary. It's a it's a really good secondary, but like those guys will be on islands sometimes, and they are a little banged up. This Kansas State secondary. So I, coming off a bye week, I want the Ferraris to go. I, I want these guys who are these, you know, special weapons to go. And also that if you balance Roshan and Bijan more, it's going to be better off. Cause like they can give you hundred percent or 90% of what they are on most of their touches. And that needs to be, and, and also Keelan Robinson too, like toss him in there. Why not, why not do that? But like you, you need to do that. And I, I don't, you'll get those guys in space, you know, angle routes, whatever it is, you know, routes to flat screen passes, uh, counters or sweeps, whatever it is you can do, like get those guys to football make them respect that open things up the passing game. You know, I know that they want to do play action. That's that's a big part of the game. They want to do the play action and take those shots. But I think it's, it's going to be the passing game, but it's going to be the passing game, getting those guys, getting those other guys involved Um, just because they're great playmakers. As I said on Kansas state, but there's next level guys on the Texas side of things.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to email this to Steve Sarkisian. and hope he has 20 minutes of free time between now and Saturday. A quick word from Simply Safe, and then I'm going to give Josh Neighbors the opportunity to rant on TCU possibly being hosed in the college oh football playoff rankings, the initial rankings. We give him his chance to rant on Locked on Longhorns. If you thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off. You want to listen up because right now, Locked on Longhorns listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and of course, you don't want to miss it. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report, a third year in the row. Why would you not want the best in your home? Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at slash URL today. This is their biggest discount of the year. So don't wait. That's simply safe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like simply safe. All right, Josh. So I can't remember exactly where they are. Is TCU eighth, seventh in, in the college football playoffs? Number
1: seven in the college ball playoff
0: So they come in at, at number seven. Uh they're undefeated on the season. And a lot of people feel like they are way too low. They're behind the Alabama team that has lost. And Steven Simcox, our locked on TCU host, tweeted that it's not. It's not the right time to be upset, but he took a shot at at, at Texas and OU saying if Texas and Oklahoma had the same resume that TCU has now, there's no question they would be in the top four to five. So I'm going to ask you a two part question. One, did TCU get hosed by maybe some SEC bias? And two, if Texas or OU had the same resume TCU has now, would they undoubtedly be in the top four or five?
1: uh yeah i mean you know texas got into the rankings at five and three and i don't think it's like the worst thing in the world but i mean you know let's they let's be it. like i think texas is really good i'll, I'll be honest like, like their, their performance their results are are and this always happens it always happens whatever but like their results are are not an indication of how good the team actually is and they have to finish games but yeah, yeah yeah whatever it is y'all heard it before um I'll, let's just start with this way like Alabama should not be ahead of TCU. Boo Corrigan, who is the committee's head, said yesterday uh in his interview afterwards that basically like TCU has played some really close games. Well, I would I would counter that with well, they won them all, right? And they had they to come won, from
0: behind. That's, that was all an all issue in the room. They had it, to come from behind.
1: Right. And like, I don't care though. They won them. They won all of yeah. them. Who knew right?
0: resilience was a bad thing, right? Yeah, it's,
1: and look, it, the thing is, like, they're so good where they can keep spotting teams to score leads and be like, all right, I guess we're going to turn the jet engine on. We got Quentin Johnson ready to go. We got Tabar ready to go. We got Kendrick Miller. I mean, Jonathan, last week, they 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 throw nukes at you. They had four 50-yard-plus touchdowns last week. Like, who does that? TCU is – Max Duggan's like, all right, Dot, Savion Williams – Quentin Quinn, Quinn Johnston. I mean, I don't know why he's the fifth, I don't know why he's the fifth ranked receiver in the class coming up. This guy is just they they have him post up like a basketball player, he'll catch, drop step, and do start flying by him. He hits the jets. They can't. I mean, it's unbelievable. Kendry Miller's going for like six yards a pop this year. Sometimes I, I think Garrett Riley hasn't done an excellent job calling plays all the way throughout the year. There's sometimes times where he forgets about the running game and they'll just run it four, five, six straight times for six, seven, eight yards a pop. And it's like, oh my God, this this team had an embarrassment of riches that I don't think we understood. And they're being penalized for playing these close games. But the thing is, it's week after week after week. Biggest game that Kansas Kansas has had in a long time. They go there and they get that win in that game. And I know Jalen Daniels goes out, but Jason Bean's thrown all over the field. They get that win in that game. They blew the doors off oklahoma that game it wasn't even a game it was never a game and oklahoma looks a lot better now they beat kansas state talk to warm injuries but it's part of the game for everybody and they were down 18 and erased it like it was nothing in that game ended up winning by two scores over kansas state west virginia game like it was close sure it, it, it's gonna happen but guess what they did they won the game a played a pretty close game against against uh, alabama we don't respect them at all at all. Like they were, they were one pass away, one good call away from, from winning that football game. Nobody mentioned that it's like almost a feather in the cap for Alabama. So the problem, like, am I saying that TCU beats Alabama on neutral field right now? No, but Alabama's not good enough to just look over their one loss. Like it's nothing. They allowed 49 points in that game. I mean, if you want to talk about close games, the Texas game is close, was really close too. And you and I talked about that. Like Texas had a legit chance to win it. That team is way too individualistic. Like, that's not a complete group at all that they have on the Alabama team. Not saying it's a cohesion problem, but they commit a ton of penalties. And we saw it in that game against Texas. They're way too reliant on Bryce Young and Jameer Gibbs. They're like those they those two guys have to get the job done. Their offensive line's not nearly as good as it normally is their wide receivers are not nearly as good as they normally are their quarterback is a special i mean I, i'm not going once generation type player but Bryce Young's ridiculous it, it he is a ridiculous Superstar. player, Superstar. and i think he covers up a lot of things that that go wrong for that team and Jameer Gibbs has been awesome too thank god they got him cuz he's, he's i love watching him also uh and then the, you know T- Turner and Anderson have been awesome uh, you know or maybe not awesome, but still pretty good for them but like this is not a this is not the normal full throttle Alabama group that we're used to seeing. And so I I don't like the fact, I don't like the fact that, that they're ahead with the one loss. And I don't think the justification for it is very fair. I mean, a lot of people, Adam Rittenberg, ESPN yesterday was talking. He said, look, I think that, um, you know, I think that that, the TCU should be ahead of Clemson. You know, I think that's a conversation that can happen. And look, I actually put Clemson ahead of them. I, I think the Clemson's had a really good season. We have not, Given them enough credit. They've got some really strong wins that don't look as strong now, but I think they're strong at the time, much like TCU does. So I think it's a good team, but it should be, it should be Clemson five and then they should probably put TCU at six. It, and the other problem is Jonathan, is that LSU at 10. Ole Miss is at LSU at 10. is just, I mean, I'm not sure what world we're living in with that. Ole Miss is at 11. And so you're setting Alabama up to keep getting these wins And TCU can't jump them because TCU's got good games up in the schedule. But if Alabama keeps beating these top-ranked teams who could potentially be fraudulent in the SEC, it's going to keep boosting their resume up. I mean, they didn't put Texas in top 25 just for for TCU's sake. They did that for Bama, to make Bama's win look better. That's That's why Texas is number 24. They're trying to justify some of the stuff that they're doing in the front part. That's the whole point of that back part. Uh, and so that's, that's the problem that we're running into now. That's the big issue. And, uh, it's, it, there's a, I don't mean to be SEC biased, but like, you can't look at that poll and tell me there's not SEC bias. It just doesn't work.
0: Josh going to get us in trouble here on locked on law horse. You know I'm saying? Talking about, they put Texas in there to boost Alabama. They the did.
1: The, they did. Them, I them,
0: mean, them, I think big Texas is good. We, them big people we don't know about about to come from me, man. I don't be like, it was Josh Davis. Go get locked on big 12, look, man.
1: Look, they're a good football team. Texas is, but there's a reason the AP, they're outside the top 25. Like the, the, they are one of, they're probably one of the best 25 teams in the country. I'm not going to dispute that. But the problem is you watch them play and you look at their resume. It's like, they're not cat, you know, you got to cash in, you know, this and look, it's better than it was last year. Sure. But you don't cash in against Texas tech. You don't cash in against Oklahoma state. You should have won both those games and you didn't, and you should be penalized for that. Right. You should be penalized for it. But, they're not because they want to boost Alabama's standing.
0: Yeah, improving on five and seven doesn't move the needle for me at all. <laughs> you know, so I'd, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, it doesn't matter to me if Texas is ranked or not ranked at this point. Anything you want to plug before we get out of here, Josh? Besides locked yeah. on Big Twelve,
1: you guys can find Locked On Big Twelve wherever you guys get your podcast. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. Follow us on Twitter at lo Big Twelve, and you guys can find me at Josh Neighbors underscore.
0: All right, man, y'all see me rocking this Astros hat on here. This is being recorded on Wednesday morning. Hopefully by the time y'all hear this, the Astros tied the series 2-2 because if they go down 3-1 with game five in Philly, good night, Irene. Hook them. Yeah. Peace.